Welcome to the Tailored Life Podcast, the one and only fitness and nutrition podcast that goes way beyond just training and nutrition. I am your host, Cody McBroom, and with me is my co-host, Travis McQueen. Today, we are going into five through ten, or six through ten. Six through ten. Six through ten. Five was impatient as fuck, so... Yeah, so let's recap. So this is the, the 10 reasons why you're not getting results, but what was one through five? Yeah, we got one, one was you are doing random exercises every single week. Number two is too much variety in your training or tweaking your diet too much. Number three is you are just not working hard enough. Number four is you are on a low-carb diet. Number five is you are impatient as fuck. So, And now we're going to dive into the rest. So the the... I mean, there's not much of an intro, so if you didn't listen to the first one, go listen to the first one. I mean, we went through, like we said, number one through five, and it's just, it's a combination of training and nutrition, and it's all the reasons why, you know, if you're listening to this and, and you're not getting results, it, it's, you're the person that is trying really hard, but despite trying really hard, shit is just not happening. So if you're somebody who is feeling like they're spinning their wheels, or you're going to the gym, you're working hard, you're sweating your ass off, you're prepping your meals, you're doing all the things you're quote-unquote supposed to do but things just aren't clicking, it's because you don't actually have your ducks in a row. There's, there's minor details along all of these things that are required in order to uh, actually get the results and reap the reward from what you're doing. And the funny thing is, is even with what you just said, it actually is, it's, it's all related to consistency if you think about it. So if you're doing random shit, it's because you're not doing the same thing consistently enough. Yep. If you're tweaking too much, you're not doing the one thing consistently enough. If you're impatient, you're not being consistent, right? Because mm-hmm. you're changing things too quickly, basically. Um, so consistency. It all boils down to that. Yeah, yeah it all boils down to that. Um, so let's uh, let's dive right in. So six through ten. Yep. So number six is going to be <laughs> you eat like a child. First time using it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So you eat like a child. This is a. Uh, <laughs> Glad to put drums on there. That felt good. Yeah, yeah, dude, I wouldn't have known it. Last time I always clicked the birdie and shit. Um, I was, I was, it was a toss up between the laugh and the drums, but yeah. uh, I'm going to try to use those a little bit more. Uh, so you eat like a child. This is, uh, I mean, it's really, really simple, but there's so many times where, and we can take this in two different contexts. Um, in one context, it's literally like, and we've all had, if you're a coach, you've had the clients like this. Um, if you're a client, you may have been like this, but we all get the people that I'm like, okay, cool. Like, you're eating about 1,800 calories a day. I get it. Um, where are your fruits and vegetables? And like, ah, I fucking hate fruits and vegetables. Or I don't eat them. Or they're gross or whatever. You're eating like a child. It's time to become an adult and you have to eat your greens and you got to eat your colors. Um, one of the things my, my grandma used to always say to me is, is you have to <laughs> eat the colors of the rainbow. So it was literally like, because we lived with my grandma for a while, it was literally like every day there had to be something to fill all the colors which drove me crazy as a kid because I hated vegetables. But the reality is, is I was a child. Now I am an adult and I have to eat my fucking vegetables. Um, So this doesn't just mean vegetables though, right? So I look at it like this. Kids eat drive-through chicken or freezer chicken nuggets, right? Adults eat grilled chicken breast. It's a pretty good analogy. Yeah. Every once in a while, you want to go to Chick-fil-A, eat some chicken nuggets, whatever, do your thing. Um, I've yet to be, have gone to Chick-fil-A at all. Have you ever been to Chick-fil-A? Uh, yeah, I think I went once in Bellevue. Everybody's obsessed I don't remember it. it. No. I, I've, but, I, there's, there's one down the road I will that say haven't there, been called I will say to. there's enough people to be about it that it must be pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it has people to be pretty good. I mean. Blakely loves it. Yeah. <laughs> and you look at any Chick-fil-A across the country, it is 
packed. Oh my god, packed. Stupid. Um, <laughs> line is like a mile long. Yeah, I've waited in that line many times for Shannon. Oh my god. And I've just been like, I mean, you know what? Like, I'm gonna cut right now. So it's yeah. like when they opened that, it was like right as I was starting my cut. I think so. I was like, I'm not wasting my macros on this Whoa. shit. Um, Hopefully you're doing work on fucking your phone or something because that line is huge. No, dude, they're, it goes quick. Really? Yeah. Uh, it's actually shocking because you're like really upset when you pull up and, yeah. then, it, and then it just flies because they're, I mean, they got a system. Yeah, for know, sure. As you can imagine. But uh, but kids eat chicken nuggets. Adults eat grilled fucking chicken. Um, kids eat watermelon. <laughs> kids love watermelon. Yeah. Me too. Adults eat all <laughs> kinds to, of fruits. Oh, right? okay, okay, okay. Kids don't eat vegetables. Parents and adults eat all kinds of vegetables. The point is you got to eat real fucking food. Um, and if you eat too much of that kind of food, one, you're going to be missing micronutrients. You're going to be missing fiber, the obvious things, right? A lot of those things are more filling. So um, for the amount of calories you can have, like four chicken nuggets, you can have four chicken breasts. And totally. nobody wants to eat four chicken breasts because that's so much food and protein. But it's the same amount of calories. Maybe not literally for those people listening. Actually, it probably is literal. But the point is, is, Food volume goes exponentially higher when we focus on whole foods, which is going to make dieting and everything way easier mm-hmm. um, and staying in a calorie deficit. And then the other side of this too is packaged foods, yeah. right? Stop eating snacks that are in a box or a bag. It doesn't mean you can't, um, you know, like I'm all about flexible dieting. So, you know, if you want to eat something out of a, a you know, if you want to eat some potato chips or whatever in one small, go for it. But if you're constantly eating like, random snacks and i mean if you really think about packaged snacks the only things i can think of are like fruit snacks goldfish oreos cookies chips 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 would be the most adult like yeah of them (laughs) but the point is 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 we want to move away from that kind of stuff because it eats up your macros and calories they're not going to be super nutrient dense a lot of times there's things that are going to bug your gut if you have a sensitive gut and again it's a waste of calories you're making it harder on yourself the difficult part of eating real food not eating like kid is convenience you have to spend time cooking your meals. Children don't know how to cook meals, nor probably should they because it's dangerous to stand in front of a hot stove. Yeah. But you're an adult if you're listening to this. So prep your own meals, yep. plain and simple. And that's one of the ones that's never going to get fun, easy. For some people like cooking. Black I never like cooking. I never like prepping. But at the end of the day, that's what I have to do. You know, and this goes for protein bars too. Like if you're a, a child like adult and you spend your time eating fucking protein bars all the time, that's fine on occasion, but if you're constantly eating protein bars, one, that's so much prebiotic fiber from the protein bars because they all have extra fiber um, from added fiber, not whole food fiber typically. Um, but on top of that, they're not filling. Like you're going to have a 300 calorie protein bar when you could have a 300 calorie meal that's a full plate of food. It's going to fill you up more. So plain and simple, stop eating like a child, start eating like an adult, plan your meals, prep your meals, eat mainly whole foods. Um, this rule is very, very simple, but the more you do shit like that, the harder the diet's going to be on you, period. Totally. You know? it's a good way to put it, man. All right. So we got number seven. You are using too many ingredients in your meals. I see this one all the time, too. This is where, like, as a coach, you look at somebody's MyFitnessPal, and you look at their breakfast, because they're, like, I don't know how many times you've actually looked at MyFitnessPal, but... um there's like meal one, meal two, or there's like breakfast, lunch, dinner, there's a category, right? You'll look at somebody's breakfast and there's literally like 17 different ingredients. Cause it's like a teaspoon of cornstarch, a tablespoon of oil, one whole egg, some egg whites, a little bit of spinach, a little bit of pepper, um, this type of sauce with this type of thickener. And like, 
it's just crazy. Or like making a fancy protein oats recipe, which is like two different types of protein, pumpkin puree, cinnamon, brown sugar, oats. Like it's just, it gets crazy. When you have that many ingredients, accuracy goes out the window. It's very, very difficult to figure out the exact macros of a meal when there's that many ingredients in a single meal. Um, So simplify what you're doing. Not only is it more difficult to have accuracy, so a lot of times people aren't getting results. So it's from two reasons. One, they're not getting results because they think they're hitting these macros, but they're actually not because their diet isn't accurately tracked because they're making it hard to do so. They have so many ingredients. Or they're not consistent with the diet because they have so many ingredients. Mm -hmm. It's very hard to consistently prep that meal when there's that many goddamn things in there. Or if like you're doing these fancy crock pot meals, right? So if you put all these different ingredients in crock pot, now you have to go, okay, well, I put a can of beans, a pack of turkey, I put this many peppers, this many onions, this sauce, this seed, like all these ingredients. Then you have to create a recipe in the app and then you have to decide how do you break up the portion sizes? So the easiest way to do this for people listening, if you really want to figure it out, you basically have to figure out the, the total weight of the whole thing. So if you make a crock pot and then you decide this has got to last me the week for lunges. So I have to have five Tupperwares, either each individually on a scale, or I have to put a little bit here, then rotate the tubs. So it might be like, all right, I'm gonna put hundred grams of this recipe in this tub, move hundred, 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 still have stuff left. So I'm gonna put the hundred one back on, put 24, 25 more grams. So now it's 125 grams, go through the five tubs, still a little bit left. And now I'm gonna go 150 until you figure out what's even, Yeah. right? Or you can put it all in one big tub and weigh it obviously, and then separate it. But either way, you have to weigh everything in that crock pot and then determine how many servings it is. Because if you add a can of beans, a thing of turkey, like for chili, let's say, three peppers, onion, um, Worcester sauce, and all these different things, great fucking meal. You weigh it, it's 1,000 grams, and you have to make it for five meals. Okay, well, that's 200 grams per meal. Mm -hmm. So now I weighed this whole thing in this huge salad bowl for chili. Then I have to put individual tubs on and weigh 200 grams in each one. That's a pain in the ass. Wow. You know, and that's if you go through the trouble of doing all those things I just talked about. Yeah. Which is way easier said than done. Um, way. Now, <laughs> I do a crock pot chicken meal for lunch quite often. There's five chicken breasts in the crock pot, and I, I weigh out the chicken before I go in. So, five ounces, five, you know, I just weigh the chicken breasts however much they are, throw them in there. Uncooked. Uncooked. And then I put one ingredient barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce. <laughs> you know, sometimes I'll add salt. Yeah. Salt doesn't have calories. So, things that don't matter little water and now I know how to track it because I used half a bottle of barbecue sauce which is a zero calorie barbecue sauce anyway um and then I have x ounces of of chicken so when I go to make my meals it's just like each one has x ounces yeah and I'm good really really simple otherwise you're going to complicate it when I make eggs in the morning it is this many egg whites one whole egg spinach that's it I cook in coconut oil that's it. Like, I don't need to make this overly complex. And then I just repeat that shit over and over and over again. Right. So keep it very, very simple. Um, when you do that, it's easier to track. It's going to be more accurate. You're not going to lose anything and get lost in the weeds, essentially mix things up. And it's going to be way easier to be consistent because it's so much easier to prep easy, simple meals that consistency of repetitiveness, which you have to do for dieting successfully it just becomes so easy. It makes consistency easier. And this is why, like, if you look at any successful bodybuilder or bikini athlete, look at their meals. It's like, okay, meal one was egg whites with spinach and salsa. 
Okay. Meal two, maybe they had oats on the side or something. Mm-hmm. Meal two, white rice, chicken breast, asparagus. Okay. Meal in like sugar-free sauce. Don't have to track. Meal three, steak with sweet potato and broccoli. Very easy. Very simple. Yeah. Not the sexiest stuff. But realistically, if you put seasoning and good sauce with it, it's all good. You know what I mean? And it, it makes life way easier. And dragging. Yeah. yeah. So try to keep things as simple as you can. Um, and this doesn't mean you can never do fancy recipes. We give our clients fancy recipes every single month. It means that like, you know, 80 to 90% of your meals, when you're stuck, again, this is the podcast for people who are stuck, not seeing results, and they want to figure out why the fuck they're not seeing results. If that's you, simplify things for a while to get through this plateau so you can start seeing results finally. And then after that, you can go back to making some fancy recipes every once in a while. Totally. You're in the right. Yeah. You know, now you're not stuck. All right. So don't eat like a child and don't use too many ingredients. All right. Next one is number eight. It comes from you eat out at restaurants too often. All of these are very similar in the sense that they make tracking macros inaccurate. Right. So um, the first one was don't eat like a child. Second one was um, too many ingredients. So one of the aspects of eating like a child is packaged foods, packaged foods with a food label on it. That's the only way we can track the calories and macros in it. That food label can be 20 to 25% inaccurate. So they estimate. I was going to say that about the barbecue sauce, but it's zero calories. But could it be 20% more than zero calories? Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. 20% so, of zero. <laughs> no. So the way that works is like it's, it's a zero calorie, but it still shows the macros. Okay. So they can range calories 20% from the macros, right? So it's two grams of macros or two grams of carbs per tablespoon, but it's zero calories. That doesn't make sense because two grams of carbs is actually eight calories, mm. but they're allowed to round down to zero. Mm. So they say zero calories on the thing and that's what gets people's attention. But if you read the actual food label, it's two carbs. So I track the macros in it, totally. two carbs, and I ignore my overall calories. I just focus on my, my macros. So the answer is yes, but I factor for gotcha. that in that one. Um, but with packaged foods like snacks and things that, and even the carbs in that it's from artificial sweeteners. So technically it's, it's, it's a carb that you don't really have to worry about too much. Um, however, if we look at potato chips, right. Mm -hmm. And it says this fun size bag is 200 calories. Great. But it's 20 to 25% off. It could actually be 250 calories, right? And if every, if you have 2000 calories and every 200 calorie snack or meal you have is 50 extra calories, well, shit, now we have another 500 calories by the end of the day. Yeah, 500 calories per week. If you're in five-hour calorie surplus or deficit per day for a week, that's one pound of fat because 3,500 calories is technically a pound of fat. Um, now, thermodynamics can be wonky, but for the general point, you could be gaining a pound every week for mistracking processed food from eating it too much, essentially, if you're really overdoing processed food. But that's why eating like a child, from one perspective, is really hard because it's just not as accurate. If you weigh chicken, rice, apple, whole foods, there's no food label. So you can actually pull the data from online and get the real macros. You have to. That's the only way you can figure out the carbs or macros for it. Um, now, with the recipe thing, when you have 17 ingredients in breakfast, the same thing happens. You have all these different things making it very hard to measure once put together. And some of those things are going to be inaccurate depending on what you're cooking with. Um, and now this one, you're eating out too much. The, the example I always use is Chipotle because Chipotle is like, it's like the fitness place. It is like yeah. every fit pro or like Instagram influencer is like Chipotle. Chipotle and In-N-Out Burger. 
Whoa. Those are the two. I don't know why. I've never been in and out either. Oh. But everybody in the fitness, like, that's, like, their cheat meals. Like, I can see Chipotle, but I don't even think in and out like, it doesn't. Markets. No. What? in and out is, like, the fit person, the Instagram fitspo person's cheat meal. Like, that's where people go for their cheat meal. Okay. I, I Again, I've never been there. But okay. I, I, you see it all the time totally. on people's Instagram and shit. Um, but... I've even been with people at fitness events in Vegas, and it was like In Out Burger. They have to make a point to go out to In and Out Burger, um, but the uh, like Chipotle is they have their macros on My Fitness Pal, and it's relatively healthy. I mean, if you look at it, you know, um, it does not sit well with my stomach. But like chicken, beans, veggies, yeah, and a taco bowl, you know. Yeah. Um, but they put their macros on my fitness pal, so it's easy. But here's the thing: is like, okay, so like, it says one serving of chicken. Well, how much is a serving? They'll say four ounces. Okay, because all I see is I don't see a scale. Steve <laughs> behind the counter taking a big scoop and fucking plopping it on my bowl. <laughs> is that, that four part? ounces? Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, I want a double scoop, like, you know, so, and is it, that eight ounces? You know, some people are generous. Some people like wipe the top off. Some yeah. people make it a mountain. Yeah. It's like who, who's my server today? Yeah. Um. So you just don't know. You have no idea. Um, and if you look at like, okay, if I get a salad, if I get like a taco salad bowl from there, it's, it's going to have chicken. It's going to have either black or pinto beans. This is just what I get. Yeah. Lettuce, uh, the olives. I'm going to get the sauteed vegetables on there, like the f- uh, fajita vegetables and then salsa. Totally. All of which have to have a, a, a measurement. The lowest, like the least of my worries is the romaine lettuce, but everything else is like, I mean, olives are high fat, chicken is going to be high protein, but it's also going to be fat from the oil and all the seasonings and sugar they have in their seasonings. Then we have, uh, if you get avocado guacamole, tons of fat, sour cream, tons of fat. If you do it, cheese, same thing. Beans are high carb. So (laughs) your 300 calorie bowl could easily be 600 calories, twice as much. But again, you're at the the mercy of that person. So going anywhere is going to be this way. Totally. You know, Um, you just never know. So Eating out is is the easiest way to have inaccuracy with your macros. And if you eat out regularly, you're consistently inaccurate, which means it's going to be hard, one, to consistently see progress and results with what you're doing. But two, it's also going to be hard because if you're inconsistent or you're inaccurate with your diet, how are you supposed to make adjustment? Because you're, in a, you're adjusting something that is already inaccurate. So you can't make an accurate or effective adjustment because what you're doing is already off. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, and then let's say if I make an adjustment because you're not losing weight and when I make this adjustment, you decide, you know what? I'm going to stop eating Chipotle. I'm going to start prepping my meals because I'm ready to go. Now, instead of dropping 200 calories, we probably dropped like 600 calories. So now I put you into big of a deficit and now you're going to burn out. You're going to be tired. You're probably not going to be consistent because it was just too aggressive. Whereas I personally would, what I do with clients is like, hey, I don't want to adjust calories, but what I do want to do is cut Chipotle back down to once a week eating out yeah, down to once a week for a little bit. Let's just see what happens. This isn't permanent. You know, flexible dieting is important. And then we get two weeks in and they're already down three pounds. I'm like, okay, let's keep it out for a while because it's working. And they're like, fuck yeah, it is. So I'm going to keep going. Um, but eating out in general is, is that's, that's the thing. Totally. That's the thing. So if you're going to eat out, pick places that you can, that have whole foods that you can easily track, you know, which isn't as fun. Like it means that you're going to a nice restaurant and getting a steak. Because if you're inaccurate with that steak, it means that you looked at it and thought it was five ounces, but it was really six. Yeah. And you're going to get, what, one extra gram of fat, maybe, and a couple <laughs> extra grams of protein, which is fine. You know, nothing nothing too Not big. Too, too dramatic. Yeah. yeah. Um, you get a burger or anything like that, it's going to be 
be hard. Damn, you know. Yeah. Hey, can I all three go hand in hand? Yeah. All right, cool. So let's go on to what did we number nine? Uh, you try and eat different meals every single day. <laughs> we could literally boil all of these down into one fucking bullet point of dieting mistake. That is you're inaccurate with your food, <laughs> like literally. Um, so when we, when we try to eat something different every single day, what happens is that we're, we're adjusting our tracking strategy every day. We're spending time in MyFitnessPal, unnecessarily amounts of time every single day. We're adjusting uh, portion sizes every single day. Doesn't have a huge negative effect, but it does have an effect on your digestibility, your gut, your the way your body's going to use the energy because it's changing. Your body does adapt and get used to what you're taking in. It gets used to the meal times. It gets meal, used to the amounts of foods you're eating per meal. So it's good to keep things in a rhythm. They actually have research that shows if you have, you know, if you go with four meals a day and you have the same 500 calorie four meals every day at the same times, your insulin sensitivity improves and your energy expenditure per day increases. And the only explanation can be, because they don't really know, but my guess would be that your body gets used to it. Yeah. And now your body's using the fuel you're giving it better because it's used to when you're eating and how much you're eating at each sitting. Mm. Um, and it's used to how long your overnight fast is, right? Um, but that can't happen if you're changing things up constantly. If you're having three meals one day, four meals one day, a snack one day, just meals one day. If you're having 200 calories for breakfast one day, 800 calories the next day for breakfast, like get in a rhythm and stick to it. Not only from a perspective of what you do repetitively is way easier to adhere to long-term, but your body will grow accustomed to it. And you're going to be, again, just like the last three things we went over, you're going to be more accurate because if you keep things regulated and you do the same things over and over again, you're so much more used to it that you can more accurately track what's going on with what you're taking in. So it's really important to do the same thing over and over again, just simply from the fact that you can get better at it. I mean, if we look at progressive overload in the gym, it's the same thing, right? We talked about that last episode. If you do the same thing in the gym week after week after week, you get better at it and you can progress with it. Well, if you eat the same thing every day, your body will get used to it in your mind. It just is way easier because you're just in a routine and you can just knock it out. Now, you have to know when that's too much because certain people will burn out and then they just binge because they're like, I'm so fucking tired of eating this breakfast. Yeah. So there's strategies you can use. Like, for example, um, I try to have fruit with my breakfast every single day, but I just change it. Yeah. It's like raspberries one day, blueberries the next day, um, strawberries the next day, and then I rotate back. It's always a berry. Yeah. They're all going to be the same exact macros basically for a cup of berries within like a gram or two. So it doesn't affect my ability to track and be accurate, but it, it satisfies my mind of like, oh, this is different. It's a different taste every yeah. time. Um, you could even change salsa to ketchup to hot sauce with your eggs. It's a different thing. You know what I mean? You have eggs every time. That's the thing that stays. But if you're constantly trying to reinvent the wheel, it's going to be hard to stay accurate and consistent. You can't plan that very well. Um, and again, then you're not doing the thing where you're adding a bunch of new shit into my fitness pal and trying to figure it out. Making it too complicated. Yeah. Um, the more variables we have in anything, the harder it is. Just making it sim- simplistic, but... Also changing up the minor details to make it satisfying. Yeah, same yeah. thing with green. The, the best way to do that is with fruit and greens because the macros are so similar. Keep Greens keep, as in vegetables. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or if you have like a, a, like a fattier piece of meat for dinner every night, which I typically do. So I can rotate between salmon, steak, and pork super easily and the macros are damn near the same mm. because they all have a higher fat portion. So I purposely have a higher fat 
protein source for dinner and I just rotate it. What do you mean a high? So like uh, a sirloin steak is higher fat than a chicken breast. Okay. There's just more fat in it than a chicken breast because gotcha. chicken breast is super lean. I have the leanest steak possible. Uh, sirloin is usually the leaner yeah. one. I um, hate fat on my steak. You don't have the leanest though. I guarantee you. It's, Sir- dude, I have round is like what I had in my bodybuilding prep. It's so lean that it's like dry and disgusting. You okay. don't want that. Sirloin is probably what you get. Sirloin's good from like Blue Max. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I get too. Yeah. It is their like, I don't even think they sell Eye of Round because yeah. it's just such shitty. Sounds gross. It's disgusting. Yeah. Um, That's not what I meant. That yeah. A real piece of. Uh, There's some marble steak. in there, but yeah. it's not crazy. Um, it's not like a ribeye or. Yeah. Because I'm the same way. I don't like, I like pork fat because it's, it's buttery. Like you can chew right through it, but oh st- steak fat is like. I will not put fat in my mouth. <laughs> it's foul. If you, do you like bacon? No. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love bacon. So bacon is tons of fat. I know, yeah. Dude. Uh, God, I even rip the fat off the bacon, like the soft part. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I'll eat it, but. So I've always been the same way. I don't like fat, and I hate fat on my steak because yeah. it's just so chewy. Yeah. But then I started having these. They're it's from steak. They're from Butcher Box. Um, they're pork loin uh, steaks. Okay. So it's like it looks like a filet, but it's pork mm-hmm. loin. And on one half of it, it's just like this this thin layer of, of strip of fat around the outside. And you can easily rip it off. But, dude, it's so soft. Like, you literally chew through it like butter. And it's, Weird. dude, it's creamy. It's, dude, it's unbelievable. <laughs> it, it weirds me out because me and Shannon both hate fat. Yeah. We love okay. eating. And you don't just eat it by itself. Like, you have to have the meat with it, okay, you know? Okay, okay. But, dude, it's so good. Weird. Like, it's, it's really weird. But, um, but the point is, is, like, having that, it's still not super high-fat pork. Pork loin, pork tenderloin, but it's higher fat than chicken. And same thing with salmon. Salmon has great fat, but there's fat in it. So let's say a four-ounce piece of any of those has six grams of fat, whereas a four-ounce piece of chicken has one to yep. two grams of fat. I can rotate those out easily in the macros to do the same. Totally. Um, that gives me that variety I need, you know. Um, and at the end of the day, too, this kind of applies to the last one. But if I keep things really simple like that and I have less change going on, it's way more, uh, it's way easier to adjust and know that your adjustments are going to work and that you have the right to adjust because there's no variables, right? We talked about it last time, but if I go in and I go, hey, we're going to drop your carbs, we're going to add cardio, we're going to put the supplement in, and then I want you to start drinking more water, and you lose weight. Fuck, which one of those did you actually need to do? Because I just added four things. Rather, I'm going to say, hey, let's take this supplement and drink more water mm. and just stay there for a week. And then we're going to add cardio, wait a week or two, and then we'll drop your calories and wait a week or two. Cause I want to do one thing. I want to see if that affects your body. Makes sense. If we're changing things constantly, this is where we see a lot of fluctuations in people's weight. So when I see somebody who's weighing in, they're hitting their macros pretty spot on, but their, their macros are up and down, up and down, up and down. I usually say like, Hey, are you changing things up a lot with your diet? It's totally fine if you are, but like, let me know. Usually the answer is yes. I'm like, all right, I want you to pick a breakfast, lunch, and dinner that you can repeat every week and just change out these little variables like fruit, vegetables, stuff like that, that aren't going to cause those fluctuations. And even if they don't lose weight that week, we see like instead of going 135 to 137 to 136, 134, and like they're bouncing on the scale, it's 135 mm. across the week, maybe 135.4, 135.1, like very, very small fluctuation. But what we've done is we go, okay, now we've controlled the variables now let's adjust something with these variables continued to, to be controlled. It's going to be more likely that this adjustment's going to work and we're going to be able to read what it actually does and then we can tweak it further, right? It doesn't mean forever you need to, to not do that. But at the end of the day, like 
I think a lot of people also assume they're going to get super bored if they repeat the same foods over and over again. But a lot of times they don't. It actually makes your life way easier. And you have to think about food less. And food focus is a problem with people dieting. If you think about food all the time, like that's not a good thing. Yeah. But if you're constantly trying to change things up or eat something new or you're excited to try to squeeze something in your macros and you're just thinking and thinking and thinking, that's just getting obsessive. Yeah. If you like... Go ahead. Would you rather be bored or would you rather be stressed out about bingo changing it up all the time? Yeah. And then on Saturday, go have fucking Chick-fil-A. Yeah. You were so damn consistent Sunday to Friday that it doesn't matter that you have Chick-fil-A and maybe you went over your calories a little bit or you fit it in and it might not actually be accurate because it's Chick-fil-A. Who knows what the serving actually is? It's one serving of fries, Mm -hmm. but how generous is the fry lady that day? (laughs) (laughs) You know? So, um, but it's one day a week totally. rather than every day you're doing something different by eating out or changing it or adding 17 ingredients. Um, and, and I think you can, some people are robotic. I'm kind of robotic like this, but like, cause Shannon will ask me like, you want anything else? Yeah. Like, or like, <laughs> how do you not want to change that? Or, um, are you, are you bored of that meal? And I'm like, no, like honestly, when I eat lunch, I don't think about eating. I'm working. So I'm like taking a bite and I'm chewing and I'm watching. Like, I forget about it. Yeah. It's literally just fuel. So like, I plan my meals based on how are they going to make me perform mentally and physically best, right? And not everybody does that. Food should be a social enjoyment thing as well. But to me, that's two for one at dinner. I still eat for performance and for mental clarity and all that stuff, but I'm enjoying helping Blakely eat her meal and I'm enjoying Shannon enjoying her meal because she cooks something different, you know, and she wants to eat something special I'll live through you guys. Like, I just want it. Like, we're at the table together. That's fun. Yeah. That's the social aspect. Yeah. I don't need to eat fucking pizza in order for this to be social. I will eat my steak and rice and spinach. Yeah. Like, I always do. And we'll be social together. Totally. You know what I mean? Um, and then on Saturday, and this is why I haven't had Chick-fil-A, is because on Saturdays, like, if we go get something like that for them, it's always a toss-up of, like, do I want to fit Chick-fil-A in or that bottle of wine? Yeah. The bottle of wine. Yeah. And when I say bottle of wine, I literally mean I'm going to drink a whole bottle of wine. Yeah. Because that's easy. Um, we watched, uh, have you seen the legend with Tom Hardy? No. So it's, uh, Tom Hardy. It's actually really funny. So I've been wanting to watch this movie. I didn't really realize what it's about. It's, it's been out for a while. It's on Netflix. And, uh, I was talking to Adam recently. He just had a second kid mm-hmm. and, uh, they were going to name him Reggie. And he was like, but we didn't because our, our first son's name is Ronnie. And if we named him Reggie, it would be Ronnie and Reggie. And Ronnie and Reggie are the famous, uh, criminals in uh england there were like twin brothers that were gang lords mm-hmm. and i was like damn that's fucking crazy i was like i would have named him reggie that would have been kind of cool and then i wanted to see this movie we watched it and it's about ronnie and reggie <laughs> and i didn't realize there was a movie on it but tom hardy plays both characters whoa both twins legend yeah it's <clears throat> trippy and wow. it's like uh the one brother's the leader of the gang and he basically bribes his brother out of a uh insane asylum because he's crazy and they like run this English gang. There's nuts. And it's a true story. Whoa. Yeah. It's sick. Um, but Shannon, obviously she was sick, so she wasn't drinking. Yeah. I just, I killed a whole bottle and watched <laughs> fucking legend. Yeah. You know, and I'm not a huge, easy. I'm not a huge movie guy, but I, I recognize the name of Tom Hardy, but it was the, uh, Leonardo, uh, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. He was in the Revenant. Tom Hardy. Yeah. 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 That's what that movie is insane. Makes me feel like just the biggest wimp in the world. <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm bitching and complaining Since it's about real. nothing. Yeah. But t- times were hard back then. Yeah. But he's also Bane in Batman. 
The Dark Knight. Yeah, Tom yep. Hardy is. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Holy moly. He's in actually in a lot of good movies. He's in Warrior, which is a true story about two UFC fighters that were brothers that had to fight each other in the ring. Wow. It's trippy. And then Wallace, have you seen that? Nope. Lawless is with Shia LaBeouf and Tom Hardy. That's another true story. You can't just sit here and expose me. Dude, it's another true story about moonshiners back in the day. Wow. In the Prohibition dope. era. Yeah. Dude, it's sick. Tom Hardy gets his throat slit and lives. He's just like... Badass. And he's dude, in a lot of badass movies. Yeah. He's a badass in every movie he plays. Probably one of my favorite actors. Yeah. I mean, Denzel. Uh, he was in Mad Max. Yeah. That's a good movie, too. All right, cool. Uh, we got one more here, number 10. It says, you are playing macro Tetris and fail to plan ahead. Same thing. Yeah, I mean... It's being consistent. Well, there's there's two parts of this. One part is like tenfold. The, the macro Tetris thing, though, is, is pretty simple. If you wake up, and if you're tracking macros, and you wake up, I shouldn't even say you're tracking macros. If you're wanting to lose weight, and you wake up, and you don't know what you're going to eat today, you're going to fail. You're already behind. You're already behind. You have no plan. Fail? You're, I, I can almost guarantee the only way you're not is if, like today, I didn't add any of my food into my fitness pal. Why? Because I'm eating the same shit I did yesterday, the day before, and the day before. Yeah. So nothing changes. There's no point in me putting it in because it's just going to be copy and paste. Yeah. And I know what I'm eating. Um, so unless that's the case, or you've been tracking macros for so damn long that you know exactly what you need to eat in order to maintain, but then this podcast isn't for you because you're not after a result of fat loss. Yeah. You're not trying to change your body, and therefore you don't have to worry about this. But if you're trying to change your body and you're working on your diet and you wake up and you don't have a plan, you're not prepped. If you're not prepped, uh, what, what is the saying? If you don't plan, uh, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Mm. So if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Man, it's true. Yeah, that's crazy. So, and that's, that's a quote that's been around forever, but... <laughs> I mean, essentially, you think about it like this. Like, you get to breakfast, and now you're like, okay, shit. Um, i got to have protein, so I'm going to have egg whites. Um, I'll cook in a, a tablespoon of olive oil because I need some fats, and then I'm going to throw some veggies in there, and I'll have some oats inside. It's a great breakfast. Then you figure out lunch, and you're like, okay, like, I'm going to have this meat, the starch. I'm going to put some avocado on it. It's super healthy. You get to dinner, and you're like, okay, what do I have left for my macros? And it's like 70 grams of protein, 10 grams of carbs, and negative 3 grams of fat. And you're like, Fuck. I'm already over my fat. I'm about to hit my carb, and I have a ton of protein left. So I can have two chicken breasts with nothing on it, <laughs> basically, <Yeah. laughs> or a protein shake. But if I planned, I would have known that, like, oh, shit, I'm going to go over my fat. So I'm not going to use a tablespoon of oil. I'm going to use a teaspoon. And I'm not going to have an avocado. I'm going to change that to, like, blueberries so I can hit my carb instead of being over on my fat. And then you get to dinner, and you have plenty of room, right? Because when you start adding food in, you add your breakfast – you add your lunch, you add your dinner, you add your snacks, and then you're going to go back and you're going to tweak adjustments, right? You're going to make portion sizes different to make it all fit because you're never going to add just all these foods in and then look at your totals and be like, oh, I'm spot on. Yeah. You're going to have to go, oh, actually, I need a little bit less of this, a little bit more of this. I'm missing some of this. That only happens if you plan. So the problem people have is playing macro Tetris is what they call it. So like you're trying to stack blocks, you know? Yeah. You get to the end of the day and you're like, okay, well, I can have a little bit of carb, but I need a little bit of fat and then I can drop my protein. You're doing this fucking Tetris game. You're never going to be spot on. You're always going to end up with too little or too much of something. So the best way to do this is to go into my fitness pal tonight and add your food in for tomorrow. And you do what I just said. You add breakfast, lunch, dinner, and your snack or, how, or four meals or five meals, whatever you do normally – 
starting with protein. So you hit your protein first, then you add your carbs and you add your added fats, vegetables, all that shit. Then you go back and you adjust portion sizes until you get within, you know, three grams of fat and within five to 10 grams of protein carbs. So you're really close. Now you have a plan, right? If we look at training though, if you go into the gym and you don't have a plan, how are you going to progress? Right? A lot of people go to the gym. A lot of gym pop people will go to the gym and it's, it's literally like, I'm going to hit chest today. Okay. So I'm just going to think of chest exercises I'm going to do. They're probably not going to be in the right order. You're probably going to overload in the wrong sequence, which is going to lead to more likely of an injury. Um, and you're probably going to fatigue yourself faster and not be able to progress because you burnt yourself out before you got to the exercise that is actually required. Like we talked about doing chest flies before bench, you're going to be smoked for bench press and not be able to actually bench weight. Yeah. Now next week comes it's chest day again. You're like, Fuck, what did I do? I think I did this, <laughs> but you don't know because you didn't have a plan. So you have to have a plan for the gym. If you don't know how long you're going to diet, you don't have a periodization plan. How long does it last? How long until you burn out? What's the reverse diet going to look like? If you don't have a timeline because you're not worried about a timeline, what signs are you looking for to let you know you've gone too far or that it's not working? Like for me, I don't have a timeline because I just, I don't care. Like yeah. it doesn't matter if it, if I end this in July or August, but I know here's my five points where I've either gone too far or the diet's not working. So I either need to pull back or we need to dig harder because it's not working. Right. It's part of having a coach. Yep. Um, but also, if you don't have a goal, you know, like a specific goal, how do you know where you're heading? If you dive into business and you don't have a plan, how are you going to be successful? If you don't have a plan for your day, how do you know what the fuck to do? Right? Even generic stuff, like this is content day for us, right? Yeah. Okay. I've seen it. I've had people ask me this. Okay. Like I'm, I made content day Friday, Wednesday, but then I get there and I sit down. And I'm like, fuck, what do I create? You don't have a plan. <laughs> I will have this huge time block that says content. What does that mean? Yeah. You know, like we knew, okay, we're doing this, finishing the part two of this. We're going to do a Q&A. I have a research roundup Q&A with Brandon. I knew in the morning that I had to write the rest of the week's Instagram posts. I had to finish my newsletters for the week. I had to create the internship project because you helped me with the client gift thing. But I knew what I'm doing today. So I have a checklist and I cross shit off, which I make my chest li list last night. Yeah. I do it before I go to bed every night. What do I need to do tomorrow? Everything requires a plan. I agree. Everything in life. Yeah. I think you're, I think the, the, I don't know. I don't want to say the extreme, but you, you know, you, you, you do it very I'm well. I'm a planner. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, you know, what's funny though is this, this actually, uh, I mean, not everybody does that, well, that hardcore. And, but here's the thing. It depends on what you care about. That's true. You, because, I have never seen somebody plan a trip like you. Yeah. You love traveling. <laughs> yeah. Do you not? Yeah. Dude, like I've been on like bachelor parties. Yeah, dude, your itinerary is nuts. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. It put a lot of stress on me for your bachelor party. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck, I got to live up standards. It's the same idea. You show up, you're like, what do we do? Well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We just party. We've been to a bachelor party where <laughs> yeah. it was like, what are we doing? I don't fucking know. Let's just go. <laughs> Damn, this is like, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> so you planned. This sucks. Um, ends up being fun, but. <laughs> yeah true but uh it, it irritates shannon though because you know like there's so many things in life where i'm just like ah, pff, i don't know let's yeah. go with the flow she's like well, no we have to like have a plan like what are we doing um my irritator like, because you you plan so hard at business you yeah. go that's yeah. exactly why you and, can't that, fucking <laughs> and that's the exact thing it's like your schedule is so methodically planned out yeah it's insane yeah. and you like you can't help me plan like this little bit and yeah it's like 
I mean, yeah. But then, and then I feel bad because I'm like, it's not that I don't care about this thing. Yeah. I just don't see. I think this is where you go. Use that word care lightly. Well, because there are certain things in life that if you don't care about that much, you're not going to plan and that's fine. But there's also other things that you don't understand the the requirement or the need to plan it out. Mm. Right. Or importance. Yeah. You don't get it. Dude, even like this was a hard one for me to learn. Uh, Going to grandma's house with your daughter. Just going to grandma's. I'm just going to fucking go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then we go, and she's filthy because we played in the mud. And, you know, mom's like, my mom, hey, do you, did you bring extra pants? I'm like, fuck, no. Do you have diapers in the, in the truck? Uh, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Dude, like nothing. Do you bring snacks? Uh, <laughs> we just came. <laughs> I, I just, I mean, I figured you needed two things, me and her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we're here. But then, like, oh, you know, and then... I, totally. And then I go somewhere. And that's the, the hard part for me was that I would, I would go places with Blakely all the time with Shannon. Yeah. And uh, it was like, I mean, everything. Yeah. What do we need? Boom, boom, boom. I got three different types of snacks because I don't know what kind of mood she's in. We have an iPad. Then we also have this toy just in case this. Like, <laughs> it's just like, da, 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 da. If she takes a nap, we're going to do this. If she spills, she needs to wear this. Like, a rag for this. It's just like, <laughs> whoa. And I never... I just never worried about it. Shannon's so on point with Whoa. it. I never worried about it until the one time I was like, oh, I'll, I'll take her. Like, yeah. it's, all, it's all good. And then I, I was like. you only did that once, though. <laughs> I, I only fucked that up once. Yeah. I mean, I always, I always forget something. Um, cause That's I just, different than nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I recently went. went uh, you should know to bring an extra pair of clothes. Yeah. My mom lives down by the water, so we went down in, like, you know, you can, like, lift rocks and there's crabs everywhere, yeah. like, right by the ocean yeah. out there, Gig Harbor area. And uh, so we were, like, doing for crabs and stuff. And. I mean, students had wet sand all over. The one thing I forgot was extra shoes. Mm. And it was like puddles and yeah, all kinds of shit. And I'm like, barefoot it is. <laughs> <laughs> no no, uh, no shoes on the way home yeah. in the truck. You're with dad now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, uh, but again, dude, that's fucking planning. Yeah. You know, it's not going to be as successful if you don't. Um, Obviously. And I think like for people listening, you have to like, there's probably, it's funny because there's probably moms listening to this who, who are like Shannon that do that. And, you know, they don't plan their diet and that's why they fail, but they can plan that kind of shit to the T, you know, like, um, a birthday party for their kids or anything like that. Well, treat your diet like the birthday party for your kids. You have to, you have to, or you're not like, what, what are you going to do if this happens? What are you going to do if you don't have food at this time? What do you, I know the restaurants around here that if I forget my lunch, because I've done it, what restaurants are the easiest to track macros and fit into the amount of macros that I have? You were like one day, you're like, why are you getting Subway? Because the macros for this sub fit the macros I usually eat for lunch way easier than anywhere else. Mm. I'm going to go Subway or Teriyaki. Those are the two places that work the best for me. Yeah. Those are the two places I'm going to go. But I know that. It's a plan for, for – if you fail, you have a plan for a backup. Um, if people save money for budgeting, same thing. You know, I use this example when I'm trying to explain to people flexible dieting and calories. Like if I had – you know, I, I talked to, to Stefan um, – he does like finances for me and everything, right? Hey, I want to take my family. Are you telling me? Yeah. I'm just saying this example. Oh, yeah. If I talk to him and I'm like, hey, I want to take my family to Europe for a vacation next year. He's like, okay, cool. Like, let's set up a, a, like a, a separate savings account for that. I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to have another account, man. It's too much. He's like, okay, well, that's fine. We can just create like a budget, you know, so we can s- set money aside. He's like, no, I don't want to do a budget, man. That's just too much. Well, okay. What can do you we, want? Yeah, like, can we cut things out so you just naturally? Well, I like the way I live, man. I don't want to cut anything out. He's going to be like, okay, you're not fucking going on vacation, Cody. <laughs> it's not happening. Yeah. And it, when I said, I said it to people on the phone all the time yeah. and they laugh and I'm like, that's how food works. Yep. 
You know, if you want to have pancakes for breakfast, go for it. But you better budget those in because you have an allotted amount and you need to budget so you can work to meet your quota, quota, you know, your calories, your macros by the end of the day, end of the week and actually lose weight, which is then goal going to Europe or whatever, you know, which I'm not doing. But, um, yeah, I will eventually get it. Make a plan. I got to make a plan. (laughs) And I've failed to do that. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's at the end of the day, like, I think that's a good one to end with because it's at the end of the day, you need to plan for everything. Yeah. Planning is required. I learned that with the wedding. You definitely had a plan and stuck to it. Dude, that was another thing that I was like, no, let's just go with the flow. Yeah. <laughs> Shannon <laughs> took care of that. Yeah. She, she likes planning that kind of stuff. Oh. I, I mean, I tried, but I just no help. What do you think about these three different like colors, Mike? Aren't they the same color? <laughs> They're all different shades of <laughs> yeah. that color. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. Like, yeah. Whatever. But all right, cool. Well, that's the last five. Um, that was good. Real quick, guys, if you haven't left us a five star rating review, go do that. We're doing. That I looked guy. at today. We we had uh, six hundred five star reviews. Wow. And we have six hundred one reviews. So yeah. I'm like, who the fuck? Yeah. Six hundred five stars. That's so cool. Yeah. One person left us a one star. <laughs> Did they like explain why? Yeah. Why I cursed too much. Oh. And I understand. I told you. I, I tried to get into this podcast, but there was just too much profanity. I couldn't do it. That's wow. what it said. Those words stuck with me. <laughs> and I said fuck like 18 <laughs> times in this podcast. Um, so I apologize for that. Uh, I can't remember who it was that left the review. And I apologize for anybody who doesn't like curse words or is listening to this around their children or anything like that. I don't advise that. There's a parental advisory stamp on the front for a reason. I mean, it's not like you're going off. but I'm not. And I'm not saying it in a derogatory way yeah i'm just filled with passion and <laughs> when i speak <laughs> that's what comes out i understand you know so um hope you guys don't mind but if you like it leave us a fucking five-star review <laughs> i'm just saying that's the last one we'll catch you guys next time